It's bold. It's real. It may even make you blush. But one thing is certain, it will definitely inspire you to push your limits and accelerate your business growth. You're listening to another episode of Confessions of a Barefoot Beauty Guru, and here's your host, Elle Wilson. Welcome everyone. I'm Al Wilson. I'm the creator of True Brow and I have a very special guest here with me today because we're going to talk about something inspiring, even in the midst of the craziness of the world, something that's going to uplift our spirits and also allow us to see that uh, there are fabulous things going on in the world right now in the middle of crazy. So the beautiful Lucy Dixon. Hello, Lucy. Welcome. Hi. How are you? Oh, and uh, here she is. And she's going to tell you um, who she is so that you, uh, she can introduce herself and where she's from and how you and I met Lucy. We'd love to hear that. Go okay. Ahead. So um, I live in New Zealand. So I'm in Omaru, which is in the south, lower South Island. And um, my business is Omaru IPL and Beauty. Um, I stumbled across you, Al, um, on, I think I was just Googling brow training to be perfectly honest and came across you and quite quickly you had a masterclass. Um, so, and I just employed someone as well. And the next, within a week or two, I think we we're on the plane and we were in Kingscliff with you guys doing some amazing training. Isn't that incredible? I think that's, you're right. It's exactly how it happened. And we got to spend a couple of fabulous days together, didn't we? It was just beautiful. Yeah, we did. And the gorgeous Bex, who is your beautiful team member. Oh, I just yeah. love her. Love Me too. <laughs> fabulous. You know, she's, she's a dream team member. And, you know, I think there's something to be said about attracting when we attract these great people, really. It's just beautiful. It's, it's, it's such a reflection of who you are. But I want to talk a little bit today about the lockdown. Um, we, we are seeing... Um, uh, you know, around the world, internationally, the beauty industry is really being hammered, isn't it? And uh, mm -hmm. we're seeing so much of the uh, uh, the struggle, the uh, the opposite side of anything that's inspiring or uplifting during this time. But for me, I I just we can't allow that to to continue. I have just like you're an, a shining example of this. I have seen so many of um, beauty professionals salon owners that have turned this time into something extraordinary and I want you out there. I want you to be seen, to be heard. I want to, I want to tell the other side of this, you know, story. We don't need to catastrophize everything. We don't actually need to catastrophize anything, but it seems that that seems to come, you know, those kinds of stories seem to come, uh, into the forefront of uh, the media constantly, um, the mass media, uh, and, and it just goes on and on Facebook everywhere because we're just seeing it everywhere. And I think for me, I want to I want to bring forward um, the the light. You know, I want to bring forward the shining lights, the women that have had extraordinary change, and uh, and because and you know we can say it's because of lockdown. But I don't even want to give lockdown that kind of, um, I don't even think it's, it's lockdown itself. I think it, there's also a lot of timing because um, 
at this point in the universe, and I will go as far as to say that, there is some incredible change, something so transformative and amazing for humanity that is occurring. And because we can't see it, and all we can see is the dense stuff that's happening in the world, we, we can not tune into it. But I think that a lot of women, because they've quietened down, the salon owners in lockdown have quietened down, they've tuned into something that has been transformative, correct? Yes. So definitely. that's what we're here to talk about. We're not going to let that slip underneath the radar, or I'm not going to let that slip underneath the radar. And I want to thank you so much for putting yourself in a, in a place where I know you're feeling probably a little bit nervous. Um, and just yeah. want to do it right. Well, I want us to just drop that. We don't have to do this right, Lucy. We just want to be real. We want to be vulnerable. We want to share. For me, I'm, I'm even happy to share a little bit of what's been going on for me, but we really want to just bring the light forward and say, you know what, this is not a catastrophe. Um, even if we lose things, even if our businesses are suffering, we don't have to catastrophize. There's something deeper, something a little bit beneath that, that, you know, the worldly stuff that's occurring that we want to tune into. And we, we're saying, hey, don't miss this. This is such a beautiful opportunity. So having said that, my first question, I've got questions. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> question is, for you, Lucy, you know, what expectations of, you know, like this word is such an amazing word, normal. So what expectations of normal have you, have you really had to let go of when this first happened? Because I know when it first happened, it was kind of like, whoa, right? Because you've got kids, you've got your business, your dreams. Oh, that's an interesting point. But go ahead. Tell us all about that. Um, I suppose we were, well, I was in a unique position, really, because I had... Um, a big birthday um, in March. And so my surprise um, birthday present from my gorgeous um, partner was a trip to Hawaii. So, yeah, it was really special. Toby did really well in my birthday. What's going on? I'm going to have a word. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're really lucky and we managed to go to Hawaii and we had this, um, we're over there for 10 days and we probably got into about day seven and we could see what was unfolding. And at that point, of course, you know, my heart was starting to panic. It was panicking. And um, I had poor Bex back here working. I was on the phone and emailing her saying we need to step up our game right across the board. And, you know, this poor girl was working on her own, um, 40 plus hours a week, just, you know, doing it for us both. And um, so when we got home, we, we had to go into travel isolation for two weeks. So then I couldn't even come down to work to help her put any safeguards in place. I was trapped literally at home. So, and at that point I had my probably, honestly, a week of stress and how's this gonna go? How's this going to um, play out? And then we went into government six weeks lockdown. So we kind of, I had um, eight weeks um, at home. And during that time, there was that calm and quiet and I, didn't have control over what was happening and once I got over that and realized that I didn't need to control it because I couldn't so just go with it and yeah and so once I got to that just whew, breathe out yes and just go with the flow so, so, so it sounds to me like you know what, what you're saying is that came a point where you surrendered yes 
you, you surrendered your 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 own will to con to control. So you could see yes. that we have this personal will in us that we develop over time, and uh, and and the kind we kind of use that against ourselves. We we use it to even attack ourselves in a way because we really believe that if we push, 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 that's what we have to do to be successful. That's what we have to do to be happy. That's what we have to do to be fulfilled. And it's absolutely such an outrageous lie. And uh, because you've just proven that to us, the minute that you dropped your personal will, you just kind of let it go and you surrendered into what was occurring in the world as it was. And you, you, it seems to me that what you're saying is that you just were okay with dropping, we say control. See, to me, I want to, I want to swap that. I want to make it really personal for women so that they can see what really happened is you actually surrendered your personal will. You said, you know what, I'm not going to fight against what's occurring. I'm just going to be quiet in the midst of what's occurring and drop the need to use my personal will. And, and, and does that sound quite right? Yes. Yes. And in that magic happens. It's magical. Yeah. Yes. And that's what happened, right? Yes. And, you know, and so from there, um, I realised that the norm, you know, of, you know, we must be at work at eight o'clock in the morning. We must, you know, finish with the last client, mm -hmm. you know, and working umpteen hours a week and thought, I don't actually want to do this. Why am I doing this? Who says this is what normal is? Right. And um, so I changed it and thought well actually I've got two younger children and at the time we actually had six children living at home and thought actually oh, I'm going to sorry I just had like a just a party. <laughs> I'm kidding <laughs> I'm yeah. right. I know I yeah. was raised in a house with eight children go ahead continue on yeah so I think once I realized that actually I'm going to finish at three o'clock because that's when the little kids finish school and they can scoot it down to my work and we'll jump in the car and we'll go home so all of a sudden, you've got that two hours before everyone else gets home. And it's simple things for me. It was being able to cook tea the way I wanted to without the rush and the stress and the homework and just deciding that actually this is what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. And then we also made other changes too. So we decided that, you know, we were struggling to get um, move forward here with Drew Brow. And we decided that, why, who says we have to work five days a week? Right. Let's not work five days a week. Let's work Tuesday to Friday and have Monday as our training day. And which also, you know, doubles as you get a lot done on a Monday when there's no clients. But it's been phenomenal. And I know a lot of people will be like, oh, what about, you know, the money aspect of it? You know, you're dropping a whole day. Well, all of a sudden, no word of a lie, our income has increased. It's amazing, isn't it, Lucy? Yeah. And I, and I think I want to come back again to... You know, in, in, in the beauty industry, in the world, you know, we're constantly there are, and now more so than ever before, you can find a mentor where you wake up in the morning and you scroll through your feed and or through, hopefully not first thing in the morning, ladies, just to say, but through Instagram. And, you know, you've got like 10 new mentors that want to take your money and coaches in any industry that you're in, forget the beauty industry, telling you that they know how you can run your business and whatever. But you know what, if a person, a human being doesn't know how to be in their own world and their own life, you sh certainly shouldn't be listening to them, let me tell you. I have had so many of my girls in the Trubra community 
<clears throat> that because I reach out to them and we chat. That's how we discovered this about you, Lucy. Remember? Mm. And um, and I just can't believe they have just like. And I'm interviewing all of them. I've done this specifically because I want to show women around the world that we do not have to be. Um, <clears throat> we don't have to succumb to the world worldly crazy. We do not. We must not catastrophize. We we. This is a time for us to rise and to create to be with our life as it's unfolding in a way that is real so that we can um, have, a, have a life that we love. And, you know, that sounds a little cheesy, but it's the truth. Yes. And, and when we're using our personal will all the time, all the time, all the time, and we're told that, you know, you go to a big mastermind in business and everyone's just saying, you know, you've got to do this and you've got to do that, do more, do more. I have been watching women. I even, even knew, in fact, I knew how much you were, you know, why <clears throat> you couldn't fit true brain because you're so crazy busy. Mm. And, and I know that a lot of the time, I, you know, I had other girls in, um, in, uh, in America, the same. And I was thinking to myself, as their mentor and as a coach, I, I really wanted to say to you, like, slow down. Please slow. I think you did. I think you did yeah, say. I, probably, <laughs> I think you did. Yeah, probably the antithesis to everything <laughs> in the world. But it's like slow down because, you know, what we do is we burn out. And uh, women do that because, you know, we, our personal will can come up very strong because also we have all these collective issues of not being equal, uh, another lie right, that we have to work harder, we have to prove ourselves, we're going to show our daddy or we're going to show our, be better than our mummy, whatever our collective issues are in the feminine. So we kind of do more. We, we, our personal will becomes very strong and we get hard. And then who wants to be around someone like that when our, our very nature is uh, the nurturing, nourishing you know, that's, that's who we really are. We love, we love being that. We actually love being that in the world. And we've pushed ourselves to the other side because of this collective kind of idea that we have to do that to be seen or to be of value. And what you're telling me is that you're going, hang on a minute, that's not normal. You know, that doesn't have to be my normal. That, that's what I've been hearing. It's beautiful. Yes. I love it. I love it so much. And, I, I, and, and if uh, lockdown has done that. Um, it was that enforced stop. Yes, yeah. I don't care what, to tell you the truth. Uh, you know, whatever it was, cool. That's fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, for some people, this, I just say this. Sorry, because I'm interrupting. You're fine. I'm very passionate about this, as you can tell. <laughs> I'm not passionate about it. But anyway, um, you know, women, sometimes women get sick to get to this point. You know, women, you know, they fall ill, they go into dis-ease, their bodies, you know, like how many women are going through cancer and how many women are going through thyroid issues, how many, it, it's like, <clears throat> it's almost a blessing to think that this was enforced from exter externally and we've been forced to stop and not have to go through some horrible thing, even though in the midst of all of that, you know, women stop finally and, and 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 you know there's that as well but let me let me have a look let me have a look at what our questions are. i can't remember them all it's ridiculous look how many there are there's no way so we've got here share a story about a challenge in your life during this pandemic when you felt you overcame an obstacle so to me you kind of already shared that didn't you in a way your obstacle was 
uh, with it was your children. Like, it was time and sacrifice, and I felt like I was sacrificing all the time and wasn't being my true self, I suppose. I was trying to be, spread myself too thin everywhere. And, you know, I think when you're in that frame of mind that you just can't, you don't, I don't, didn't feel like I was giving my 100 to everything. And well, it wasn't, a, it's not possible yeah. anywhere, right? It's no, it's not, but I didn't feel like I was giving my best. I knew I could give more. Right. If I could just condense it and focus. So to me, it just sort of sounds, actually, in fact, in our coaching program, I remember Toby once said to everyone there that it is, it is literally impossible because someone was upset they weren't keeping up and he said it's impossible for you to be everything to everyone or something like that, I'm paraphrasing. And the girls were crying. Like, you know, girls actually broke down because they realised the pressure they were putting on themselves to exactly what you're saying, spreading themselves so thin and, uh, and they had this incredible release of just like, oh, it's okay. Like, oh, it's okay not to be a performing, you know, we're performing to something, aren't we? We're actually performing to the collective idea of how we should be. And then, of course, that's reinforced by people telling us, you know, yeah, you should do more and do this and do that. And it's kind of like, whoa, whoa, it's all coming at you. But you're not, where's your real, like what you just said, your real nature, your real, the real you, who doesn't need to prove anything to anyone. She does things because she loves doing them, but she chooses what she does. And when she does it. (laughs) When she does it. Exactly. And that, for me, I I just love that. I love that so much. And I'm so excited with sharing, you know, some really good news, inspiring news with the world in the midst of this. um, And, and you know, what what I love is like that... um, we have the capacity to surrender. We have the capacity to let go of this collective idea that, you know, we, we're not enough unless we do more. Make sense? Yes. Crazy, crazy. So what strength, value or part of you helped you overcome it? This, um, this kind of thing that you just shared with us. What, what was it inside of you that... Um, I think it was just... I think I had your little voice in my head, to be honest. I ah. think I'd watched... I'd watched so many lives I had. And, you know, all those few things, they sat there and I did listen and I did take them on board. But it wasn't until the stillness came, I suppose, that I could actually decide to go, actually, this is what I'm going to do now. So I think it was just, it was the stop, the compulsory stop for me and just realising that there's more to my life than this world of overwhelm, which it was. It was overwhelm. How many times have we talked to you like Lucy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was huge. It's interesting, isn't it, that we, we actually have to come to a place of just quiet. Yes. You know, we have to be prepared to just, just get a little quiet. And, and I think the reason that we avoid the quiet is because we do know we're like running like a machine and we know things will change. We know and we're afraid. You know, it's like we're just... Absolutely. And which is just you know and it's so understandable isn't it to be afraid because this is unknown yes unknown and and the funny thing is that you know when you actually let go of your personal will um to some extent you know like to let go of it entirely well you'll just be in a pool of sea of love right and you'll just be flowing like it's so beautiful 
but even to just little bits at a time to just release your personal will of what, how you believe things should look and that you know best. What that actually does, it gives you access to your superpower. I call it a superpower, but it's not really. It's just that real you that knows so much better than your thinking and your feeling. It not, it, it, you, you access, what you actually did is you accessed your inspirational thought and, and you had another voice that you allowed to come up and into your mind that was kinder. It was prioritizing things in a way that was so much more meaningful to you, to the because it's the real you. The real you knows how to live this life. The thinking and the feeling part of us that is just the machine that's like goes the software program that goes around and around and around. That doesn't know how to do anything. That doesn't. That just is like a little mouse on a little. What what is it on those little things that just get hamster wheel? Hamster wheel. <laughs> yeah, a little hamster on a hamster wheel. That's what that is. And, and, and it's, it's extraordinary, isn't it? When you see that. And now in hindsight, you, look, you can look back and see that, right? Oh, absolutely. And I don't know how I kept doing what I was doing for so long. Honestly. Wow. I knew that I needed to change, but I just didn't know how. I, I knew what I had to do, but I was scared to do it. I was scared to do it. And, um, and then I suppose, you know, as horrible as COVID is, um, I feel quite blessed to have had that stop and that, still time and to reassess um where i wanted to head and who you know as a person and as a business owner um how we're going to do that 